You are listening to a podcast from Australia's best-known community radio station, 3RRR, 102.7 in Melbourne. Don't know, the rest guitar thing sounding, it always sounds good, <laughs> you know? They know, they know a thing or two about music, Booker T and the MGs. Yeah, yeah that's, our, that's our theme, ladies and gentlemen, mm. in case you were wondering. What, the, what was the name of the actual song, do you know? I do not. No, never do I. <laughs> I probably should oh, find out. <laughs> ask us a question about food, and uh, yeah, we'll be fine. 12.03 here at 3 Triple R. Glorious. Glorious East Brunswick. A little bit chilly today. It is a bit nippy. Uh, it's the shortest day of the year. It is the winter solstice, um, a time where uh, we go, it's going to get warmer. Yes. It's, have uh, faith. Yeah, have faith, everyone. It's going to be all right. And also an extraordinary day for the community, for our Triple R community. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is Recklink Community Cup Day. Yes. How exciting is that? Down there at Elstonwick Park. God, I'm glad it's not the old days. What old days would you Well, mean? you remember Junction Oval? We used to sort of... Yes. Our, our job was sort of the spruker. We would warm up the crowd. We did no beef in there for a couple of years. Remember yeah, that? we yeah. did. Imagine being out at Junction Oval now going... So our top tip... Normally our top tip is take public transport, and that top tip still applies. Stet. It stays. But the second top tip is wear layers. Because when that sun goes down... When that dips down below. It's going to be about 3.30... Yeah. I'd say the mm. temperature will plummet about 10 degrees. So, yeah, um, come on down. Mm. Come one, come all. Uh, we look forward to seeing you. Uh, who is going to prevail? Is it going to be the megahertz or the rock dogs this year? Yes. Um, time will tell. Yes. Uh, the community's the winner, though. This is, um, this is a great thing. We were um, chatting with our guests saying that, uh, look, f- football's all right. There's, there's all that other stuff around it which can yeah. get up some people's nose. But this eschews all that. And this is all about bringing community together. It's sort of like the old suburban grounds, isn't That's it? exactly right. Yes. Anyway, what am I saying? You guys all know about that, mm. don't you? Don't you? Um, Eat It is the name of the show. We are here to talk about food. And have we got some offerings for you today? A bit excited about this. Uh, Corey Campbell from um, the top of a large building in Collins Street, cooking mm. magnificently. Yes, the executive chef at Vieux de Monde is in the house, and he's brought in terrines, which is um, great. which is good, which is good from uh, a buddy of his. And uh, we're going to bring him to the microphones very, very shortly. We're going to be talking about, uh, oh, maybe what his day's like, um, about... Getting back to also at the end of the day, it's about cooking food. And we're going to talk a little bit about that and some of the things that uh, that he enjoys. It's going to be a bit of a Julie Andrews hour. You know, these are a few of my favourite things. Uh, Sebastian Rayborn, um, he's here. He's uh, redoubtable and he's going to be emulsifying fat and alcohol together uh, to make us a great drink. What could possibly go wrong hey, with that? Hey, sell the sizzle. Yeah. That's my middle name. Uh, no, hot Buttered rum. I think the marketing department got that a little bit better than uh, emulsified fat and alcohol. Um, but Seb's in, and um, he might allude to a few things that uh, that's going on. His, his eyebrows go up and down. And um, we're sort of waiting. Um, we're hoping. We're we're fingers across. Tell us about it, Matty. Toes across. What do you got? Uh, we got nothing at this point, but we're hoping <laughs> to chat to... We're going to chat to... 
Walkley Award-winning journalist uh, Malcolm Knox, who's just released a book called Supermarket Monsters, mm. The Price of Coles and Woolworth Dominance um, in the Australian Retail Industry. Yeah, so it's sort of, I guess it's stuff that we all sort of feel, we all sort of know, but mm. it's interesting to have someone, well, you know, of the calibre of a Walkley Award-winning journalist to mm. quantify yes. uh, what's going on. Yes. And, uh, but he seems to be a bit AWOL. Yes, we can't, can't we're, get we're, onto him. <laughs> we're worried that maybe the supermarket duopoly might have got to him. Maybe the PR managers of Coles and Woolworths have teamed up and just stuffed him in the back of a van and driven off or something. Who knows? Yes. Who knows? But at 12.07, we move on because it's the relentless nature of broadcasting, I guess. Um, so we mentioned it's Community Cup Day. Yes. It is the uh, the winter solstice. It is. Uh, they'll be a lot happier in the Northern Hemisphere because it's the summer solstice. Yes. But don't you worry, we'll have the revenge on them later, won't we? <laughs> when they're all freezing. Uh, we'll go. Look, it's uh, it's it is warmer here at the moment. Um, on this day, um, actually, there was one thing that I wanted to mention to Sebastian um, mm. a little bit later on, because uh, on this day in two thousand and four, um, I'm looking at Sebastian with his uh, Bacardi hat on. Uh, Bacardi agrees to acquire Grey Goose Vodka. So. Happy Grey Goose Vodka Day. Acquisition uh, Day. Which is good. <laughs> and uh, and maybe because we haven't got uh, our man in, we may as well bring in our guests. Yes. You know, thinking on our feet, we do that. Corey's got a cup of coffee. Firstly, we say a very, very hail and hearty welcome. Thank you for coming in, Corey. Thank Lovely you. to see you, buddy. That's great to see you guys. Mm. How's it all going? Um, look, it's good. Other than um, guests that, <laughs> um, you know, were... Anyway, we just... You know, good. It's all good. We've got terrain. Yeah, we've got, yeah. We've got booze. Yeah, we've got booze. Sebastian yeah. Rayborn, a very, very good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Cam. Yeah, happy Grey Goose Day. Was, <laughs> that, a good, was that a good acquisition for Bacardi? Uh, yeah. Yeah, they bought it for $1 billion. Really? What? Mm, wow. Yeah. That's a lot of vodka. Yeah. And they, re- they reckon they made that back in sort of three to five years. Really? Yeah. Wow. We're in the wrong really. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Exactly what I was it's, a, it's a big old industry. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, liquor industry at times. And that, you know, that Grey Goose is, you know, I think it's one of the top two, you know, super premium vodkas in the, in the world. What are the other ones? So uh, Belvedere is up there. Oh, Belvedere. They're probably the two biggest yeah, yeah. in the world. So Great packaging. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, both of them, they came out within a year of each other. Mm. The two that were first, first released back in the mid-90s. Did Snoop Dogg have anything to do with the no, success no, of no, it? No, it's no. just gin and juice. Gin and juice. It's just gin, gin and juice. juice. That's right. You didn't actually uh, <laughs> yeah, do that. Gin um, and chronic, as Snoop would say. Gin and chronic. <laughs> nice, nice. And Corey, thanks for thanks for joining us, buddy. Nice to see you. We um, we caught up at uh, a wedding for uh, a mutual friend. Yeah. Um, he's good. actually part of the old. This is all like a reunion here because he used to work <laughs> with uh, Seb, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We used to work up the top of the tower there. Mm-hmm. Used to work with uh, Flo. Yes, the wedding we we're at. He was uh, he was on the show last week. Had uh, recently married Florent Gardin. Yeah, yeah, it was a great night. It was. Yeah. Congratulations to them both. Yes. Yeah. And um, well, gosh, the, you've brought in this a terrine, which actually you've brought a whole bunch of terrines, which is kind of cool. Yeah, a friend of mine, um, Robbie Bell. He uh, makes these terrines. City Larder and Patisserie. Um, actually, I haven't even tried them. I just picked them up today. 
I know they're, they're, so, they're, they're untouched. They've been sliced. <laughs> so they, what are we looking at? We're looking at uh, loaf-shaped loaf terrain uh, yeah. in the traditional sort Look of at those uh, pistachios. Jeez. There's there's a shed, what got? a shed load of uh, of pistachios. Duck and prune. Mm. Duck and prune on the bottom there. What's uh, what's and what's good about the terrains? Terrains are. How would we describe terrain making for the uninitiated? Bit of fun, bit of passion. Yeah, yeah. Form and function together. Time, time on your hands, I guess. Mm. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, it's not just throw it in the oven and see you later. No. Um, I mean, that's the thing. Like sourcing great products, really getting, you know, just, just. Oh, what, what, what can you say? Magnificent. Working with your hands, the aromas when uh, when making a terrain. And then at the end, pulling it out of the oven, sitting down, maybe a couple of drinks. <laughs> yeah, and usually you weigh them down so you get yeah. rid of some of that fat. And then it is it's such an extraordinary sort of uh, bunch of steps that you take to just be able just to slice that thing and go, <laughs> right, let's just, now we're going to have a drink and some cornichons with it. But I think that's the thing. Like, it's, it's like everything, you know, if you've if you got passion for it, you got a love, mm. it's... It doesn't matter how long it takes. It doesn't matter if you have to, you know, like curing a curing a piece of uh, pork or something like that. Mm. You know, it's months later. That yes. time and effort put into it. And then when it comes to eating it, it's like, oh, oh that was so worth it. <laughs> and um, it's been so worth waiting for, for you to come back on the show. What we might do is um, we – looks like we've, we've missed out on uh, our man for the supermarket thing. So we're just going to play a little bit of music. And we're going to come back and have a proper chat to you rather than just oblique references to uh, to terrains that happen to be on a plate. Um, Corey, lovely to see you. You are listening to 3 FM. It's Community Cup Day. We're going to be heading down. But we've got some music for you. Get you shaking around. Get you warm on this day. Big Bird, get out of the studio. I told you about this. Just leave. Sorry about that, Corey. Um, he just gets in here. This big yellow thing. You just got to kick him out. A little bit put off, but I know, I know. He was trying. He was going for the terrine, but we beat him off. Hi, I just want to have some of your terrine. Um, no, you're not having any of that terrine. I'll leave some. Yeah, good. It's on pretty you. good terrine, isn't it? It's awesome. Um, two different types. Yeah, we're uh, we're pretty happy today. You've got your black coffee. Um, you've got a day off. He's telling me you had a day off yesterday too. Saturday night, not at Vitamond. My God, it's uh, it's pretty rare. Yes, very rare in our industry. How long have you been there for now? Six years. It's been so. That's yeah. it's been, and you have underseen. You underwent. You were there when uh, where you went from Normanby Chambers up to yep. Malta. That would have been crazy days. Oh, it was. It yeah. was crazy days. Um, but it was, it was exciting to be part of. I mean, you look yeah. at uh, any any restaurant development is uh, is amazing. You know, mm. whether it's. Uh, this, a small restaurant or a large scale like Vitamond, but there's so many things, and, and you think you've got everything. There's so many balls in the air, aren't there? And then you open up, yeah. and then you've forgotten something. Oh, my God. And then... Where are the ovens? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, we, we, we had some fun in those, those openings. Um, yeah, Come on. It was, it was a bit of fun. Tell us a war story. Uh, opening up, well, there was yeah, blood had, everywhere. We, well, we had a couple of, uh, we had a couple of events um, where... It wasn't actually finished. The restaurant wasn't finished. Like so, like an Audi function, perhaps? <laughs> yeah, there's a few. few yeah. Pro- probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, you know, like, just, yeah. Yeah. The, the construction like a, site. The oh, construction my God. <laughs> so you just got to go, look, we've stripped it back. It's postmodern. It's uh, it's the vibe. We're doing it a little bit different. But I think that's that's the thing with our industry. There's so many stories like that, like, mm. where we've 
cooked in this crazy environment and the guests have no idea. Mm-hmm. And they're going, oh, wow, that was amazing. Okay. And, and you're just there going, yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I'm just going to go to the back now and throw up. Um, you, watch your step. Yeah, watch out over there. You were telling me over the phone when we were chatting earlier this week that you had an interesting boat trip, which was sort of um, Very interesting. a comedy of, um, well, not at the, at the time. You can look back, baby. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, when you... When uh, when you get the uh, the call up to go on a cooking on a cruise ship in the Mediterranean and you start telling your wife about it and she's like, oh yeah, as if that's work. Yeah, what are you talking about? You, Mediterranean, you, you you're just cruising around, yeah, yeah, drinking on, on the boat. <laughs> yeah. So so what was the plan? So here is the the thing that was pitched to you. Yeah. So it was a it was an event for uh, two hundred and thirty people uh, yes. on a on a on a cruise ship. Yes. Uh, you know, exciting times. It's always a challenge, but um, Northern Hemisphere. We're talking. Yeah, so Rome to uh, Barcelona, <laughs> Barcelona. Sounds good to me. <laughs> and no wonder your wife's jealous. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing what? Yeah, and yeah. um, and you know, you get told they've got everything, all this kind of jazz, and and you get there, and you know, it's it's funny, like a boat, and everything's on there. Mm. So they pull into port, they put everything on the boat, and then they sail off. Oh. And you just, you know, then you go downstairs and, and it's, ah, oh, it's like, it's, it's crazy organization. Yes. And, so, uh, so you're sort of you're being introduced to your galley. Yeah. Which is yeah. Uh, the way that we talk about kitchens with a hole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> kitchens in a hole. Yeah, yeah. And how was the galley when you inspected it? Ah, oh, there's a lot, of, a lot of stuff down there. A okay. Lot of, a lot of stuff. Um, Everything that was sort of expected, you no, know? nothing. No, nothing. <laughs> right. So what? No. That was a challenge. Let's just say. It what was, was, okay. What it was, was, it was a challenge. Let's just go back. And you've gone down. What was the first thing where you just your mind started to go? Oh, the WTF moment. Um, what was uh, the first one? Well, when you see the boat sort of rocking a little bit, and you, and you see things just sliding around. Anything? Oh. Oh, but it doesn't seem that rough out there. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then they tell you, oh no, it's not rough. Oh. oh well, I can't wait until it beat. Uh, so, so is, is it going to get rough? And they went, yeah. <laughs> well, actually, it did get rough. It, did got, it? it got quite rough. So, so um, where are we? We've, we're going from from Rome. Yep. And you've left. So yeah, you're in so the Mediterranean. All the stops along. Yeah. Um, and and you've got to cook for two hundred. So you've. It's not just just a few people. Yeah. It's two hundred and thirty. Yeah, so this is a this is a big ten, amount of ten people. Ten course dinner. Ten courses. Ten courses. Holy. On a, on a, you know, it's a challenge. It's a challenge in challenge any environment. Kitchen, yeah, in our kitchen. <laughs> yes. Yes. Learn at sea. Yeah. Uh, and um, yeah. So then, you know, we're doing our thing. Uh, we we like to push the boundaries. Um, <laughs> yes. And so then we come to the dinner, and and the captain's like, "Oh, look, we we might have to start it earlier because we have to sail it. It's going to get pretty rough." Really. Oh, okay, yeah, Mediterranean. Yeah, no Mediterranean. worries, I've heard it gets rough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, you're just looking outside, and like we're 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 anchored, and you're looking outside, and you see all these white horses on the on the water, white caps, and yeah, and uh, it's getting pretty windy out there. Uh-huh. But the boat's anchored; it's not really moving that much. Yeah, and because uh, it's probably facing into the wind. Exactly. Or yeah, yeah, exactly, right. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and then um, so we start, you know, preparing everything for the dinner, playing. Who are these people you're cooking for, by the way? Are these uh, like captains of in- well heeled, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just a, a group uh, that uh, got us on board, and and uh, so yeah, it was. Man, it was hell, wasn't it? It was hell. It was the hardest, hardest, hardest week of my life up yeah. until then, and it, then it just got even <laughs> worse. Just, <laughs> yeah. And so yeah, so the, you know, the captain turns the boat, and it starts, and 
we've, we've got all the plates lined out. We've got everything all ready to go. These, these are your cold entrees, sort of yeah, stuff yeah, ready, started, they're ready. started plating, and yeah. then, so the captain turns the boat, and then all of a sudden, you hear the, one of the chefs go, grab the plates, grab the plates, and we're like, you know, there was like, yeah, uh, what? there was four of us from, from, uh, Vietnamon. And he's like, what? What's, what's grab What do you the mean, grab the plates? And then all of a sudden, the boat just turns on its side and things start falling off everywhere. Um, so there's just this sm- sound of smashing crockery. And luckily, like, you know, we were kind of near, like, uh, you know, we had like, you know, 40 litres of uh, consomme, you know, or <laughs> sauces and all this kind of jazz. So we've like just kind of grabbed it. Other stuff, we like garnishes and all that, like we grabbed the main stuff. Yes. And other stuff were just like, look. Save oh, the consomme. Smash onto the ground. You know, this consomme is taking days to make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, not just days to make, but <laughs> trying to find the stuff going through the boxes downstairs. Oh, it was, yeah. It was hell. And yeah. Then, oh, you know, and he just, you know, oh, could this get any worse? And all of a sudden the boat goes on its side. It's like, oh. And we're just looking at each other. Like, we were just like, white as ghosts. Like, what happened? <laughs> what, what is going on? How, how long before you're <laughs> supposed to be serving this course? Uh, probably about half an hour. I was thinking 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah half, half an hour. Half so, an hour. yeah. And like, we had all like, um, all the wines are open up in the, in the dining room as well. You know, breathing. They've been open for a while. Smash. <gasps> well, not all of them, but you know. Yeah, enough. And, and, enough. And it's just like, oh no, we're just looking at each other going, no, no. What do we and, do um, now? So yeah, we, look, and as uh, as we do, we make it happen. We we uh we. And this is where a chef has to be sort of like a U.S. Marine. You <laughs> you adapt, you overcome. It it is, isn't oh, it? It's it, it, you it, look into yourself and you go right. Now I've got to keep keep walking, keep it, doing it. Exactly. Like you know, we just can't go. Oh, well, sorry. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, bad. Yeah. Yeah, so, Bit of bad luck about yeah. that, eh? <laughs> <laughs> you know? um, that's, that's, it's, that's not it's, an answer. Instead of is ten, it? Uh, ten courses, it's going to be about two or three. So enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, you know. Uh, but yeah, look. All care, no responsibility. Yeah, look, we doesn't pull, work like we, that. We pulled it off. Um, you know, after you know, people that saying how much they loved it, they were blown away by it all, and mm. had no idea what happened. Mm. No idea. And they, they said, oh, yeah, we did feel the boat go over a little bit. It's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we felt it down down below. We felt that. But that's, that's sort of a theme about hospitality and cooking and things like that. Look, there's when chefs get together, there's always those what um, – the Don Le Maud, um moment. Yeah. Um, okay, you yeah, cover up the kids' ears <laughs> in the shit. You know, when you're in the shit. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and that is a, a big theme of it's also, the narrative of cooking, isn't it? it it's, it's the challenge. Yeah. It's, and, like, uh, like we, afterwards we're like, wow, we actually achieved that. That is the hardest week of our lives. Mm. Well done, guys. Pat on the back. You know, everyone's coming up praising us for for the uh, for the dinner for the fortitude that you showed <laughs> under fire yeah you know we're smiling right yeah no, it's, good. Hey, it's, it's fine, fine. <laughs> and a few of the guys have got the thousand yard stare <laughs> going you don't know the mediterranean you weren't there <laughs> <laughs> we made shirts we survived no uh, yeah you know we had two beers passed out <laughs> yeah yeah my god um, but yeah look and that's the thing like it's, it's the challenge it's the it's the Adrenaline rush as well. Mm. You know, let's make it happen. Let's let's go for it. Um, and at the end, you can just go, yeah, we did it. Yeah, we did it. And that yeah. uh, and that beer would have tasted so good. Oh, I'll tell you what. It went down pretty fast, and the next one was just like, <laughs> wow. I'm, mm. If I have another one, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you did that, and uh, you, will, uh, you will have interesting memories of the Mediterranean now, I would say. Yeah, and yeah. And boats. Would you cook on a boat again? 
<laughs> I really don't know about that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I would. You'd, but but you'd, 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 contingencies would be, um, you'd be doing those. I'll be checking the weather report first. Yeah, you would, yeah, and, and know about uh, <laughs> yeah, plating up and, and crockery and all that sort of stuff. So, walking along, trying not to fall into the boiler and stuff like that, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, and you've got to watch out for that ship's fuel too, apparently. Um, View de Monde. Yep. Six years. Yeah. You've, uh, you've been, been there. Yep. Um, there's, uh, plans afoot? With, with that position? Yeah, so uh, at the end of the year, I, um, we're, my wife and I, we're heading north. And, uh, yeah, we're going to have a bit of fun up there. Um, and It's a sabbatical? Is it a new job? What we- uh, at, at the moment, there's nothing planned. Oh, that's good. A bit of that, surf. That, that must be good. Getting, doing some surfing. Yeah, I heard you're a bit of a surfer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I haven't surfed for a while. So yeah, no, no time. That's, uh, no, no, that's the thing. And that's, that's, that's the thing, like... Um, so six years, my God, that's been a pretty remarkable achievement, it's got to be said, to, oh, to keep top of your game in the top of the town, working with, uh, with Shannon there. Look, it's been great. You've you come across some, uh, some fantastic characters, you know, Shannon being one of them. Um, and it's, it, I think that's the beautiful thing about our industry. So many people come through, have passion, and you go and, and they move on to other things as well. Mm. And you, like, it doesn't, matter, doesn't necessarily have to be fine dining. Um, you know, it's like, wow, you know, this now I can sort of look at other things. That's what's going on around Melbourne, around Australia, in, in, the, in our industry. And it's like, there's this coffee and cafe culture now. Like, uh, wow. <laughs> you know, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. Uh, now, I can, now I can go and enjoy myself in it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, but that's the thing. Like, it, it is so much, there's so much stuff out there mm. and so many good restaurants um, on all levels. You know, here in Australia, I think we're, we're very lucky we have top fine dining places. And But then the next step down, the next step down, down, right down to the... To, I don't even know what the lowest level is, but it's fantastic. Mm. We we all have those... Uh, um, each, it's it's each sort of like it's, it's, a, it's a hamburger and a brioche bun given a, a, a beautiful and that's, treatment, isn't it? And that's it, the you best know? brioche bun you'll ever try. Yeah. And it's the best hamburger you'll ever try. Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, for so long we look at we look overseas and, and you look overseas now and a lot of places like this astronomy is coming into play. And, but we've been doing that here for years mm. and doing it really well. Yes. And we should embrace that. You know, it's like we go, oh, I went to this place. Yeah, okay, fantastic. But have you been to this place here? Oh, no, we'll go there. Actually, it's going to blow you away. Here's a good question. Well, here's, here's something that just um, that, that I thought. Okay, now that you're going to be having time to be on the other side of the pass, um, what are the places that you're sort of dying to try? Because I would imagine that just the all-consuming nature of working, how many hours a day do you work when, you, when you're really on? Uh, what, 12, 13, 14? <laughs> As laws, no. it's um, it's a big day. Look, it's it, it is a big day. It's almost like art department in in a in a in making a TV. You're the first to come and the last to leave, almost. It's it's, but it's not necessarily at the restaurant. It's it's days off as well. It's 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 planning things. It's mm. uh, it, there is no day off. And, there is no day and, off. But that's that's I, I love that. Mm. You know, that's that's my life. That's what I chose, and you know, I'm so so uh, fortunate enough to be. In a position that has taken me around the world, cooking on a boat. Um, I've had some great experiences. Lucky man, yeah. I've had some bad experiences. Yeah, yeah. Had some good times, had some bad times. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's... Uh, that's life, isn't it? That's... I love it. I love yeah. it. And now, now, like, uh, yeah, what well, restaurants do I like? Yeah, where do you want to go to? So well, people you want to see? Well, that's the thing. Like, you know, 
not many places are open that Sunday, Monday. They all close. No, <laughs> no, no, yes. And I did go out on a Saturday night a, yeah. a couple of weeks ago, or last I mean, night as well. And you know, like, there's, there's too supper many, in. Too many people on those nights. You know, it's nice to have that Monday night when no one's out. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... Are there people you want to want to see what they're doing and, yeah, and just hang out? Yeah, there is. There's there's a lot of people. Um, a lot of friends have uh, gone on to open up places and 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 they're opening places as well that you know it'd be great to check out. Because it's almost, it's like the diaspora, isn't it? It's like the the the, the Vudamon diaspora that have been trained and then go out and make their way. Yeah, yeah. And I think um, look, I you know for so long I'd look at a restaurant and go, wow, I'd go love to go check that out. And then a new place opens, and then a new place opens, and then a new place opens. And it's like, I didn't even get to the first place. Um, so. All right, so so we can assume, Corey, that the, the list will be long. What about just cooking food at home when you can just go, you know what, I'm just going to roast a chicken? Or, you know, what are the sort of things you're just hanging out just to do at home? Yeah, well, that's... Uh, the other night, I... Done some uh, done some beautiful lamb shanks for my wife, and yes, she's like, oh, I could get used to this. <laughs> yeah, right. So, uh, uh, yeah, like it's Vudamon food and and uh, home cooking food is is two different two different things, and and for so long you focus on one style of food mm. that you, you neglect another. Yeah, and uh, and I think that's where it's beautiful just to get back and and cook is cook good wholesome food that. You're going to sit around, have a glass of wine. Give us give some examples of the things you're hanging out to to do at home. You know, you think think about it. You're at home. You've got your favourite glass with your favourite thing in it, with your favourite music washing all around you. Do you have music? <laughs> do you have music on while you cook at home? Uh, sometimes. The sometimes. Other, well, the other, the other night was the paint, uh, paint a state picture of, of your kitchen at home. I want to give people an idea. Oh, what does it look like? It's not much. It's not much at home. Right. It's well, it's pretty, a, pretty basic. Is, is it a microwave and a, and no, a bar fridge, no, or no. you know, <laughs> are, we, are we going up from there? Or it's a telephone with uh, all these uh, takeaway <laughs> takeaway uh, yeah, right. next to it. Yeah. Um, no, you know, it's pretty pretty basic. Basic plates. Yeah. Um, you know, the wife she she she's a very good cook. Oh, she's had to become one, hasn't she? Yeah. Yes. And this morning, you know, that's the thing. Go down the markets yesterday. Uh, She's bought all this amazing uh, produce and pine mushrooms this morning. They're Wake still up. around. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. I, th- I reckon, do you reckon yeah. this frost would have stopped the rest of them happening? Uh, this would probably poss- be close possibly. to the end, yeah? Oh, there's, there's a few around. There's still there's, a few around. I mean, so anyway, she got pine mushrooms. Yeah, pine mushrooms yesterday. Yeah. This morning, uh, some, some poached eggs. Mm. Pine mushrooms on toast. Yes. <gasps> poached eggs, pine mushrooms on toast. Yum. Yeah. That sounds good. I'm pretty lucky. I remember having um, <laughs> pine mushrooms um, and um, hazelnuts. Yeah. Roasted hazelnuts and pine nuts. Yeah, nice. Man, that's good. That sounds great. Um, that brings me to flavour combinations. I mean, this is part of the alchemy that you guys play with. This is your MO in a yeah. way, isn't it? Yeah. The, the modus operandi. Are there any been any sort of recent discoveries of things that go amazingly well? Uh, okay. One that I had the other day was um, artichokes and mint. Yeah. I, I never really had that. Stuffed artichokes yeah. with mint. Yeah, oh, nice. God, nice. That, that is just insane. Yeah. It's, it, I think it's endless, isn't it? Yeah. You, you come up with any flavour and it might sound so bizarre, but you put it in your mouth and that actually works. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but there's also a lot of a lot of um, a lot of things that go wrong there. <laughs> uh, the so you, you can try a lot of things and and, and you go mm, that, that, that yeah, that's, good. that's not going to work. No, we're not going to be we're not going to be doing that one. 
what I, what I look at is I look at a, an ingredient um, and try to utilize every single part of that, like a mm. barramundi, for example. Yes. It's such a beautiful uh, ingredient to work with. Yes. There's so many things on that that you just want to utilize. You don't want to waste it. Mm. It's such a waste when you see things just thrown in the garbage. Use the whole thing. What's your favorite part of the barramundi? Uh, pro- probably the uh, the throat. The throat. Yeah. Are those the, the with the like no. the, the wings or in the throat? Yeah, uh, underneath, underneath the tongue there. Even, so it's even better than those that little little thing of meat the cheek. That's in oh. the cheek. That's pretty good. Let's just say the whole head. Yeah, yeah. You know, the wings, the cheeks, the throat. That's amazing. Yeah. It's uh, and, uh you know, if we we look at uh, what we do and and it's being creative. Mm. And but, but you know, give me a bar of money on the barbecue with some lemon. That's uh, and, a, and a beer. You can't get much better than that as well. So simple and <laughs> profound. All right. Well, it is twelve thirty-six. We've got a. Well, it's not really simple, but it's pretty profound. These terrines in front of us. Um, we've been speaking with Corey Campbell from uh, View de Monde, who's uh, who's got a day off today, and he's been able to join us, which is really really good. And uh, part of his alma mater, uh, Sebastian Rayborn, of course. Uh, Cocktail barman at the what was it Juliet's? What was the name of the uh, the the bar at uh, Vieux de Monde? Oh, the Louis bar. Louis. Why don't I go Juliet? <laughs> Louis and Juliet, <laughs> that famous Shakespeare play. Um, well, he's going to be coming in. He's working uh, his magic with the with the steam wand. <laughs> At the moment, <laughs> we'll get a bit of a laugh in it, eh? At Steam Wand. Um, and um, we're going to have a, a chat about a drink, an old-fashioned drink, but uh, has been made bu- made better, shall we say. Hmm. Matt, what's your plan, buddy? Some music first. Really? And then this some is, This is a bit drum. extraordinary, isn't it? I know. Don't often get I to know. have this much music. That's what happens when uh, Walkley Award-winning journalists go walkabout. Yes. <laughs> What sort of drink you want? What sort of drink you want? Make it a double. Yeah. Somebody got to say. Somebody got to say. Let's drink. Cheers. 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 My cockles are warm. Um, Sebastian Rayborn, a very, very good afternoon to you. Thank you for coming here. Happy Community Cup Day. Hello, Cam. Good to be here. Oh, well, yeah, that was strident. Love it. <laughs> I've been making drinks. Rah. I'm energised. You're fortified. And um, we have something extraordinary. Do you know what? This, first of all, is the first time I've ever had this drink. Oh. Corey has been Goodness reminded gracious. of a time that you made uh, it for him. What on earth is this in front of us? Buttered rum. Hot buttered rum, which um, for me always seemed like something which was almost unnatural. Well, it comes from the really old English tradition of mixing food and drink, where you would have things like posset, which is, you know, cream and eggs with hot beer, and the beer would cook the eggs, and you'd eat Mm. the sort of froth off the top as sort of the part meal. So this idea of butter in booze was quite normal. And they don't even put bread in and all that, you know, but so it... It's like the Devil Dale thing that well, we, right. we did once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's 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 come. I guess it's modernised nowadays, where we we you know, and the well, thank are God amazing. for espresso machines. Well, this is the thing. You know, this is a drink that when you look at the old recipes, and it's boiling water, rum, and butter, and you really got to churn it to try to mix it through. And to yeah. start with, to have enough hot water to make this drink hot, mm. you can't taste the rum properly. Yeah, right. And to really, you know, 
like you said, to emulsify it, you've really got to work very hard. But what, what, what's emulsify mean? Just to for get those the that fat of the butter dissolved right through the drink, so you don't have a sort of an oil slick sitting on top and then thin water, watery rum it, underneath. It's like trying to get two kids to play together who don't want to. That's right. You've got to yeah. you've got to really mix Come on, it you well. Kids. You need something good. Come on, play well. <laughs> so, Give me an iPad. Yeah, so okay. nowadays, the, I guess the the equivalent is the steam wand yeah, on the yeah. espresso machine. So it's all the ingredients in there. And it's what equal are, parts sorry. rum to... Actually, it's a little more rum than water, to be honest. I, <laughs> yeah. Let's not muck around. Um, yeah. And with this one, it's it's all about the seasoning. So the, the butter is there to bring the flavours together. They give it this sort of warming mouthfeel. Yeah. And then we've got a vanilla pod just steamed into it, a little bit of saffron, a little bit of there tonka saffron. bean. I, yep. I saw a saffron in there. Yeah, a little bit of tonka bean, a little bit of nutmeg. What's tonka bean? Ah, so... <laughs> Corey would probably be the best answer yeah, for Corey, that. Yeah, Corey, handball, buddy. Great flavour. You, you so, he's going, no, um, <laughs> I want more rum. <laughs> he's caught up in the rum. Butter rum. Yeah, a rum moment. Uh, it's this uh, spice from South America. Mm. It's pretty much, if you take... Take too much, you die. All, all spices, <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you yeah, take all spices and put it into one, you have a tonka bean. Yeah, like, they're one of um, my favourites. I do yeah, love them. They're, apparently they're... They and, are and one supposed to rule them all. Are, illegal are, in the US. Yeah, illegal in the US. Yeah. Well, they're not illegal, but they're just not fit for human consumption. Why did you turn into a cockney? It's not uh-huh. illegal. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, but ta- what's what, what's the flavour? What do you what do you do? Oh, nutmeg, yeah. uh, cinnamon, yeah. clove, with mm. uh, chocolate as well through it. Yeah, it yeah. We do a, we do a tonka bean souffle, and it wow. goes amazing with the black truffle shaved over the mm. top. Really. Mm. So, yeah. so I didn't have any truffle. So no. <laughs> the, <laughs> next time, the, the truffle dog is on holidays. <laughs> yes, yeah, he's drunk. So yeah, he's drunk. But uh, what a great drink! Now you were saying you were um, uh, Sebastian made you one of these, and this is one of the reasons why you want Sebastian just hanging out because he just comes and goes. I've made this for you, and you'll really like it. It's going to make your brain happy. Um, what was the situation that? Uh, uh it's just. Well, if I we think again, I'll jump in a little bit. We Go get on, these challenges yeah. at at view, and it would be one or two things. One, strangely enough, you'd get people who would come in and say, "Right, I'm going to have ten courses." And by the way, I don't drink wine. And you'd be like, "Okay, good and on the you." Sommelier, you know, before you know, Louis Bar was like, "Well, you have some beautiful waters," but now, yes. um, <laughs> as well as having great tea, they they come to the bar and say, "Great, let's let's do a cocktail match." So we want ten cocktails. Mm. Here are the dishes. And the other thing is every now and again you'd have people who would especially be celebrating the fact that they may be expecting a child who would come to Voudemont, you know, as a night, you know, last days before their children. So you would get sort of newly pregnant couples going to Voudemont to to have a great celebratory dinner before they're sort of locked at home with the kids for the rest of their lives. So they would say, I'd like ten mocktails that are going to match. So Corey would come into the bar and say, hey, Seb, here's the menu. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. And, Good um, on you, mate. Thanks, Corey. Yeah. Good but luck, this, mate. This is one of the go-to drinks in that dessert section because it holds so many different flavours and you could use this with the different seasoning to match the dish really, really well. And to be honest, for customers, we wouldn't quite make it as strong. But um, but that that was, was, was gonna, it yeah. was a menu that we that we had we made this for and I, I made one of these up for Corey who was like what, what do you mean butter and rum and yeah so, well that sounds crazy and, that's uh, crazy talk it, you it said. went well did you say that oh well then I tried it and we I went oh wow, gee, this makes sense, sense. Uh, and that's that's what I love about working with these guys um, they do have some amazing flavor combinations going on mm. and different techniques to uh, 
to put it all in play. And I'll walk out into the bar and see what they're making and what are you take guys that doing? and look at it and see what can I can do. That, and, uh, and can I have my Rotovac back? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, never. You, you had that for a while, didn't Got you? Got no oh, nitrogen yes, left. They're all, they've all taken it all, you know. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> We go take their ice, though. I do, those, <laughs> those big, beautiful blocks that uh, Sebastian was making there. The ones. But um, this is um, a great drink, and this is, a, as you say, Seb, this is something that is a traditional drink. Um, but and got better with, with modern technology. So yeah, absolutely. I, I would probably, the old recipes call for sort of five or six parts hot water to one part rum, but mm. for me, two parts hot water to one part rum. Yep. And then... For a, a single serve, about two-thirds of a teaspoon of butter. And obviously, the better the butter, the, the better the flavour. And salted butter. Salted. That, that, that yep. little bit of salt through it, just it gives it some life and makes it salt, beautiful. Salt in everything. Yeah. Don't just, be afraid of salt. Just that little bit. Mm. And Seth, if, if, you haven't really got, if you haven't got a Good load salt. of spices at home, yeah, just a, a dash of, of bitters. So at Angostura bitters, you know, most hopefully most homes have got them. Great for cooking and drinking. <laughs> I love the um, way Sebastian. Well, hopefully you're, you know, you're, you're a good chap and you would have that at home. <laughs> um, but there's so many amazing bitters available nowadays. Yes. And some great Australian bitters as well. So, um, yeah, if you're looking for something, Mr. Bitters, I think you can get them online. They're made in Melbourne, so which is, which is pretty cool. And they're great flavours. But... Mm. little dash of bitters will give you a lot of those herbs and spices. makes it a bit easier. But fresh nutmeg on the top, uh, for me, is just so crucial. That that flavour of rum, nutmeg and butter, just, it's a winner. And you get that aroma before you sip it and it just it sets you up for that beautiful warming. I just have a lot of mem- good memories of childhood custard tarts with fresh nutmeg <laughs> for me that that smell is just beautiful oh, good. I, I, oh, I thought this was like oh, yeah, I remember when I used to raid my parents alcohol cupboard <laughs> yeah, at the I age of 10 grinding nutmeg on that's right yeah yeah that's uh, where's that all the butter good. gone yeah. where's all the butter gone yeah where's <laughs> the butter gone <laughs> damn those kids did you did you used to get into your parents alcohol cupboard as a young young well, I, do you know it's funny my parents were not big drinkers they drank very seldom, mm. and you know it would be maybe some champagne at Christmas, and for my mother, what? Some, some some Dom Benedictine, yeah, you know, especially champagne some champagne, which yeah. she would love, and um, but mm. not a lot else. And so, mm. I sort of came to the world of drinking when I got to working in alcohol mm. with quite with quite an open mind, you know. So I really didn't have any. Preconceived, preconceived ideas, that, yeah. and was not never indoctrinated into a beer culture. Or you a were a wine blank culture. canvas, so to speak. Blankish, you know, a blankish. A few, sorry, you know, sorry, few, Sebastian. Uh, childish misdemeanors. Let's be honest. That, you know, let's blank-ish. see how much of this we can drink in one go. Oh, yeah, okay. It doesn't end well. Yeah, but, but yeah. So I, I, I was, in a way, sort of lucky to, to be influenced by some some early mentors when I was working in London who were just. Who loved the industry and loved booze, and that's, mm. that's sort of what they what they taught me. Yeah. Not so much here's how to make something; it was much more here's the love of it, mm. and here's why you should love it. Did you want to add something to that, Corey? Since you're looking across the table. No, no. What, what about uh, you? <laughs> booze, booze cabinet at home for for you? I mean, how did okay? Broaden it out. Tastes and things in general. Where, did, there must have been a, a moment or a time or a. A thing where you started to go, mm, this tastes really good, and I'm sort of a bit fascinated by this whole process. I think I'm going to um, uh, do part of my life towards this. Was it like an epiphany of sorts or well, gradual? The thing that got me in the cooking was uh, travel. 
Yeah, right. You know, a, a guy said to me once, um, you can jump off a plane anywhere mm. and get a job. Yes. Everyone has to eat. Yeah. And and that... that and I, hang about. Yeah, this, this I thought, sounds that good. sounds great. You know, I love to travel. I want to travel. Mm. And, and, that's, and that's the beautiful thing about it is when you do travel, you learn culture. Mm. And that's started with food. Absolutely, and it's the way that we, as as this nation of, of migrants, start to understand whatever the latest layer of migration is happening. Yeah. You know, what is what is olive oil? What's that? Yeah, know, a few years ago. Oh, I and remember. Now the it's, garlic was viewed with suspicion. Yeah, you know, and and where, where what what is food? And uh, where does it come from? You know, why mm. why use that ingredient? What is that for? It's a lot of things are. Uh, come about through the medicinal side of things as well and and look i love to eat mm. maybe some things i should stop eating <laughs> yeah but uh that that's uh, travel travel food life um booze mm. you can't go wrong with that can you well, it sounds like a, there's a bit of a, there's some sort of holy trinity in there, isn't there? Um, Matty, we might a bit put too much of something. You can't get wrong. And, and look, oh, yeah. for me, it was it was something I didn't understand. Mm. I, I remember working in a bar and having my manager at the time. You know, someone ordered a Manhattan, and I didn't really know what I was doing. This is you know nearly twenty years ago now, mm. and and making a Manhattan up and giving it to the guy. I remember, you know, dipping the straw in, which is the straw test to check if you've made it right and having a taste. Which is a sign of a good bath. Oh, that is revolting. What on earth? You know, I was like, and I got my manager at the time and said, you know, taste this. This is terrible. And he's tasting it. Spot on. Served it. And the customer at the end left a big tip and just said, you know, that was one of the best Manhattans I've ever had. And I'm thinking to myself, what am I missing? Yeah, yeah, what's going Cause, on here? Because there's something, yeah. you know, there's something going on here that I really don't get. And and this idea of culture, it was a guy I worked with, a South African, who had worked in New York, mm. a guy called Robin, and he, he said, oh, I was strange about this Manhattan. I'm like, this Manhattan, it's awful, it tastes awful, it's bitter and yeah. strong whiskey. I mean, like, I was quite so, young. This is dangerous, yeah. And he said, well, it's New York. It's New York in the winter. And he said, I used to work at this bar in New York, and we, we'd finish work. Yeah. And we'd have a Manhattan because it'd be snowing outside. Right. And he said, on my walk home, there were two other bars. And I knew I'd have a Manhattan. We'd lock the doors and we'd go through the snow yeah. to this next bar. And they had an open fire. And we'd have a Manhattan. Well. And we'd chew that cherry at the end of it. And we'd go back out into the snow to bar number three yeah. where there was another open fire. And we'd sit in these leather chairs oh. surrounded by wood in winter in New York, have a third Manhattan and that would give you, you know, enough to, to get home. And for me, the Manhattan is that cultural moment. It's New York, it's winter, it's a leather armchair and an open fire. And when you taste it again, having learnt that about its culture, it makes sense. It becomes the Manhattan evocation. That's right. And, and that's what, what I love. You know, that's what I yeah, love right. about it. It, it. When you drink something, and so many of these spirits are so old and have such a rich history, yeah. but you connecting to it when you when you drink a hot buttered rum you know we're going back you know five six hundred years of sort of english adulteration of booze and and, you know you can go back to you know shakespeare's hamlet talks about the posset you know which again is this combination of food and booze so you're connecting to this culture and this history and I, i got totally hooked on the romanticism of it Absolutely. And Corey, I think you would be able to relate to that as food as evocation, food that evokes memory, feelings, and that must be something that's part of, of your 
bow that you sort of bring out with doing food, would it not? Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, it's nothing better than sort of sitting and eating and just having a memory, taking, mm. taking you back to your childhood or, or to a place that you were with a, a loved one or a friend or whatever. Yeah, or your mum. Evoking. Yeah. It's, to, have, to have food and, and drinks and, and everything, we're so lucky. Mm. We are very lucky in this day and age that it's, you can go wherever and you can go to a restaurant that mightn't be the best. But you love it. Yes. You love it because of the, the people that work there. Yep. You love it because of the environment. You love it because of this one drink and this one thing that you always have. And then you go to this other place and, ah, oh, you've heard about this. But you don't like it. Mm. And that's the beautiful, beautiful thing about it. So many places are so different and that's that's our industry. Yeah. You don't have to just, you know, like it because everyone else likes it. Oh, no. We all yeah. have different palates. We all have different uh, emotions and memories and, and then, well... Enjoy, enjoy everything that we have here in Melbourne. Yeah, and it uh, it sort of goes to show that there is uh, it's a deeply psychological thing about eating. It's a it's a crazy thing, and drinking as well. Oh yes, um, Manny, we're <laughs> going to put that recipe online. We can certainly do that. How do people find us online? You, like, if you go, if you you go, go listen to the show, what on earth do you do? You go to the Triple R website and then yeah. uh, you find the Eat It program. Yeah, so you go to the program guide yeah. and you find Eat It. And you click and on you, that and there we are. And and what you will find, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, is um, is Matt Stedman's very, very wonderful writing, actually. Well, when I get time to do it. I, well, I actually haven't done a show crazy for a couple of weeks. I apologise, websites, peoples. But yes. What's, you, what's the rum in there? Uh, Bacardi, eight-year-old rum, plenty of uh, plenty of spices or, or bitters, a little bit of sugar. I also used a bit of honey, some salted butter, a little bit of hot water, and then, yeah, cook it on a steam wand if you can, or on the stove in a small saucepan and whisk it while it warms, and it's really, you really got to put, about put a, your arm into it. What about a stab mixer? Oh, yeah. Stab mixer and emulsify it. Done. Magnificently, actually. Yeah. Or if you can't emulsify it properly... Just drink it very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> and then don't operate uh, heavy equipment afterwards, no, yeah? absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Corey, what's on for the rest of your day? Uh, Sunday. I think Look at you. Uh, this is like the most relaxed <laughs> chef we've had on. Don't you reckon? It's like, yeah, totally. wow, I don't know. Sunday. Been to the footy yesterday and I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, I think I'll probably go out and enjoy a couple of wines, a uh, mm. bit of food. Just enjoy Melbourne on a... It's actually a nice day out there. A bit, it is, bit yeah, fresh, a bit fresh, but the sun's out. The sun is good. Now, we I do... still out. We also give that uh, warning. I'm going to ask you what you're doing too. Don't worry, Sebastian. But uh, when you do get to Community Cup, remember, get some extra layers because once that sun just dips over that tree line, which will be about 3.30, yes. that temperature's going it's to plummet. Chilly. So we look forward to seeing you there. And, um, and yeah, dress warmly. Um, Seb? Lovely uh, to see you. What are you up to? Uh, cleaning this afternoon, Cam, actually. Living the dream. Cleaning we, uh, what? Well, uh, news to come. It's, uh, we're not saying anything official yet, but... Um, yeah, what? Hopefully I will be able to serve people <gasps> over another bar sometime in the not-too-distant future. Really? So watch this space. Where's the place you're cleaning? Uh, I'm not going to say. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's in Melbourne. That is one o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, on that...
bombshell. We should also say uh, we did hear from uh, Malcolm Knox, who uh, he's not dead. It's fine. He hasn't. Oh, been he's alive. To, we might try and get him on next week. Right, uh, well, um, it, I think it could be worthwhile. Anyway, we'll yeah. see. Uh, yeah, we'll see what, what happens. Corey, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks a lot, guys. Um, look great. forward to hearing about what your plans are. Um, Seb, always a pleasure. Thanks for uh, emulsifying our brains. Deacon. Thanks, man. The download up next. Keep listening. Oh, it's going to be good. You've been listening to a podcast from Australia's best-known community radio station, 3RRR, 102.7 in Melbourne. For more podcasts, information about upcoming events and our live stream, please visit our website at rrr.org.au.